0: The way it is with Sue Now, let us go to Dr. Paula Greeley, who's uh, with us. Uh, Paula, great to talk to you as always. Quiet day. Good to talk to you, Sue. Busy day. Always busy day.
1: Oh, always busy day, Sue. Um, yeah, no, we're quite busy today. Um, but yeah, no, we're, we're doing well, thankfully.
0: Now, you are going to return to the subject of acne today, uh, Paula. When you mentioned it last time you were on, there was a lot of interest um, in it. And uh, you, you, had, you had a lot uh, to say. Will we return to basics again and what it is and how people should best deal with it? Typically, I suppose it appears in teenage years and typically in mm-hmm. girls, but not exclusively.
1: Yeah, no, acne is really, really common. So acne affects 80% of the population between 10 and 30 years of age, okay? So that's as a as a, as a baseline. So 80% of the population is a huge amount. Now, obviously, there's a whole spectrum in terms of how people are affected. You're, you're quite right in that, you know, it seems to be more persistent in females, but males do tend to have a more severe disease with a higher risk of scarring. So, you know, the... The thing about acne is that it, it's quite a spectrum. So it can go from mild, moderate to severe. And it's about when people present for treatment as to when what what's the best course of treatment that we can provide. Um, but it's so so common, like 80% of the population is quite a high figure. And in terms of females, you know between the ages of let's say 13 to 16 is kind of peak time for acne and for males 15 to 18 so a little bit further on with males but it can persist you know it can persist from you know for up to eight to ten years so it's really really important that people recognize that it's a a chronic condition and that you know its management might need um long-term commitment in terms of of managing it um and the other thing about acne that's sometimes overlooked is because it's so common and because you know it's quite common for teenagers to go through it it's often kind of dismissed as let's say like almost like a rite of passage so to speak but you know it's such a it's such a visible condition you know and you know because of this there can be quite an intense emotional impact of acne with acne so you know acne has been associated you know with science to say there's been associated with low mood anxiety and social phobia um and and even in some extreme cases even with with suicide Um, so you know there was a there was some evidence and studies when i was doing some reading into it you know that some patients with mild to moderate acne actually have a higher rate of suicidal ideation than their peers you know um who don't suffer from chronic skin conditions so it is something that we take very very seriously and thankfully in general practice there is a lot that we can do to try and help with it
0: Goodness, that's really serious. Um, and what what exactly is it, Paula? Before we go further in terms of dealing with it,
1: so commonly people would know know them as as spots, but essentially the the skin on the there, there's. Pilosebaceous units in our skin, which are ultimately found on our face, our upper back, and our anterior chest. And, and these have um when someone has acne, they kind of become hyper-responsive to androgen levels within our body. So that's typically why we can see it at the particular ages between males and females. Um now, if you did a blood test and people, you know, with acne, their their actual circulating androgen levels will be normal, but it's just that their skin is just more sensitive to. To the circulating androgen levels and that they can you know basically then what happens is you can get in inflammation of the skin of these um pilocerbaceous units um and it causes um papules pustules nodules depending on how big the lesions are so you know people might commonly call them as like blackheads and whiteheads um and you you know in terms of the actual spots sometimes they could be six cystic they could be quite inflamed and the majority of people actually when they do come to the doctor for for treatment for acne they can have a mixture of you know quite inflamed acne as well as some non-inflamed areas um so there's there's quite a lot of science behind it and the theory behind treatment for acne is reducing the amount of inflammation Um, And by reducing the inflammation, we know that it reduces the amount of scarring because scarring is is really common. So if you leave um, inflammatory acne, if you leave it alone, it can form some deep pustules and nodules and and they can be associated with with scarring. Um, And if it isn't treated adequately, you know, that, that scarring can persist. And once scarring is there in the skin, it can be really difficult to treat so the the best predictor when when someone comes in of preventing future scarring is actually looking as to see is there scarring there already when someone comes in to see me and the best way to prevent starting or prevent scarring is actually by starting an appropriate medication when it's indicated obviously um and, and not to delay and so sometimes people, they've been trying lots of various different things at home hmm. and they come in, you know, what I would say is, you know, if what you're doing at home is just not having any impact, come in sooner rather than later, because, again, the 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 science would tell us that the quicker we act on it, the, the more um, successful it can be to pre- prevent scarring in the future.
0: So that's really important because that that was going to be my next question. I mean, what about um and and we're talking effectively mostly about younger people or parents of of younger mm. people listening, you know, there there may be a kind of a, a reluctance to go to the doctor would there because it's not kind of what people may be considered to be a serious medical um condition. Do, do you find that Paul and what would you say To people, you seem to be indicating people absolutely should come to the doctor with it.
1: Yeah, definitely, and, and I can understand the hesitation to come in because you know, in terms of starting a, a treatment for acne, obviously it'll depend on you know what it's like when you go to see the doctor, whether they feel that a medication, a topical medication, so a medication that works uh, by putting it on your skin, or whether a, a, an oral medication would be would be better, um, or a combination of both would be best at that particular time. But I can understand that you know the hesitation to go down that route especially when someone is so young but the the flip side of it is is that if if someone has acne and it's and it's persisting and it's starting to scar the whole aim of the treatment is to prevent scarring in the future so I would I would urge people to come in sooner rather than later because you know it is seen as as a phase, and for the majority of people, yes, it is. Uh, it is a phase because eighty percent of the population you know, have acne at some stage of some form in throughout their lifetime. Yeah. Um, and some come through it without any need for any medication and maybe just some specialized treatments in terms of a skincare regime, which the pharmacy can help with. But other people do require medication to prevent any future problems with their skin, in particular scarring. Um, so I would say to parents and any adolescents who are listening, if you're concerned about your skin, it's well worth bro- booking an appointment with a GP, even for a chat about it and before making any decisions.
0: And Paula, what's the treatment then? Is it antibiotics or what?
1: Mm. so there's various different things um on a, in a general practice level you know what we can do is we you know scarring we know that scarring is best prevented by starting medications to try and treat the inflammation and we know that antibiotics have the best anti-inflammatory effect okay and you know if if there's scarring already there it is appropriate to start an antibiotic an oral antibiotic um and you know, if someone starts on on an oral antibiotic, they should be they should be seeing a difference. But if they feel that it's worsening despite being on the antibiotic and despite adhering to it, um, definitely it'd be a case of coming back a bit sooner than than indicated by your GP. So antibiotics are are primary what we would use in general practice often in combination with a topical treatment so a treatment um on on the skin so the most common one that would be used would be something like benzoyl peroxide which again is an antibacterial agent but it's more of a uh, that you can put it on on the skin Uh, and the other thing is that um you know the, the things like benzoyl peroxide they can be quite um irritant to the skin especially when when you start using it so again it's it's about having a a chat with the gp um you know about building up the tolerance to it quite slowly because it might take some time for your skin particularly benzoyl peroxide to get used to the the treatment so you know like if you put benzoyl peroxide on your skin um, and you've never you've never used it before you can get quite a a, an irritant dermatitis and with some a lot of redness and and irritation and scaling Mm. so if it's gradually increased, so I normally tell people to put it on maybe for 10 minutes a day and wash it off, then put it on for 20 minutes a day, wash it off, nice. build it up slowly, up to one or two hours then at a time, and then um, leave it on overnight. You know, we we know that that can decrease the risk of irritation um, and increase compliance. Because the other thing about treatment for acne is that, It isn't a case that you can go in and, you know, you're given something for a week and it's gone. It is a long term uh, chronic condition. And and as I said earlier, you know, it can last for eight to 10 years. So sometimes, you know, taking that in mind and recognizing that means that, you know, The treatment for acne could be three or four months okay it might be a little bit longer it would need review um it isn't the case that you be simply put on it on a tablet and left off you know you would need to have regular reviews with with your doctor as well and stay so it it is important that you're you're in it for the long run really okay
0: look it's fascinating um paula thanks so much big takeaway is do go to the doctor and even if you've got like say a 12 year old At home who might have acne that doesn't seem to be clearing up, you'd you still go to the doctor. Obviously, that's the message today.
1: Yeah, like I, I suppose normally they're a little bit older than 12 right. um, coming in um, but particularly with they' coming in 13 14 uh, around 14 15 16 tends to be the age when they start to come in from yeah. what I've noticed um, but absolutely you know if if you're worried about your your child's skin particularly if it's looking red inflamed around where the spots are mm. be, quite an inflammatory process mm. that that definitely does need um, a chat with your with your GP. Sooner rather than later. All right, Paula, it's always great
0: talking to you. Thanks so much. The way it is with Soonan.